Hey, man, I was going to say something else. Well, number one, it's not Isaac Hayes, it's Avery, whatever. But I was going to say something else. But um, you really don't think Future can rap that well? Okay, here, here's the thing about uh, Future. Uh, this is not a, a shot in any body that raps in that future style or anything because future come from uh the dungeon family Dungeon family man so i know i know he can rap yeah. it's the thing where a lot of the rappers nowadays get such a quick monotone monotone kind of rushed flow i don't know what you're saying so i that's okay. the where i'm like i don't understand everything that you're saying i get the vibe but i don't know what it is and that coupled with his work ethic and the amount of release. It's like, not only do I not know what you're saying, but it's a flood of, I don't know what you're saying. I get it. Uh, I used to, I used to think like that. And so then, that's my thing. I gotta, I gotta sit like floss, like him. You, floss, floss yes. love. Uh, he's in, he's in my top tier as far as like, I'm not saying like, Oh, he can, he can outwrap everybody in the world, but I'm saying like, for what I enjoy, he's in my top tier. Like I, and year before quarantine, I was like, "Future, that nigga's trash." And then I started really listening to him, and I was like, "But you started have, going to the gym more, pretty much." He and makes I gym have, music. Yeah. Like everybody is like, "Dog, if you listen to him in the gym, it, it, he makes gym music." I said, oh, yeah. "Okay, I got, I got to listen to him and just put him on." He makes fuckboy yeah. gym music. I'll be yeah. identifying with him. I'll be like, "Damn." Yeah. Now yeah. I never had to keep my pistol in my pocket, and I never, you know, what I'm saying. I never had a famous girl like like that. Can and it's one of those things where it's like I know I don't know what he's saying now. I'm sure if I listen to him more, I would start to understand. You know what I mean? But it's like Bone Dugs and Harmony. The first time I heard it, I didn't know like we're not against rap. We're not against rap. I didn't know what they were saying. I didn't know what the fuck that was. If we're being honest. There are still a lot of verses where nobody knows what they're saying. Yeah, like, especially Busy, Busy Bones. Yeah. Busy Bone. What was the it? last part of Heaven's uh, movie? He okay, that Heaven's album. Movie. Heaven's movie is a cold album. It's only four seconds, <laughs> but it's four seconds of cold. No, that's a that is is this. Wait, that's the second one. The first one is a. But I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. It's the first one that's it's, like it's a cold. Seconds. It's a cold short album. But there are points where I'm like, I don't know what you're saying, but. I'm also one of those people where I'm like, Doug, I don't know what you're saying. It's almost like future, but it's sound fire, so you should probably keep it. Like, that's just all like, it is. It his, verse, his verse on uh, Thug Love, like the last part before Pac, Pac, before Pac starts talking, I don't know what he's saying. No. Now, go back and listen to it. He's like, Put your hand on your strap. You don't yeah. know what the fuck that nigga just said. Nobody that nigga cares. could have said, I will murder and eat your kids. And I was like, yeah, that's, that's hard. I, I like, we were talking about this before. I like rappers that enunciate and say their words very clearly. That's why I think I like rappers like Freddie Gibbs and Pusha T. Like, I, I, really, I really like a well-enunciated rapper. Like, those could read poetry. Like, I mean, there's no getting around They can. Like, that's, that's just it great about them is, is is loving the art form of hip-hop like we talk about and the art form of hip-hop it, it's art it comes from us because we're black and the loveliest ever ever i stay used to down to my socks it's another episode of in my humble opinion oh no well no it's them again it's them boys from in my humble opinion i am avery like a very nice guy also known as avery zaddy is also known as 
Vince McBans, also known as the Highway Six God. I, I got a lot of them. I've called myself Jesus. It pisses my mom off. Uh, I identify as Jesus. I've never, I've never uh, heard but, you know, the Highway Six God, but continue. The Highway Six God is clever. Okay. You like that. Oh, it is. No it is. one, no one thought to do it. And it's me. There's a dude I'm, on the highway. I'm the, highway six. I'm, I'm the only dude that's from Sugarland besides you that will actually claim Sugarland because there's a lot of dudes out here that are from where we're from, but they like be that. lying. You're not from Ailey's nigga. People, You're people, from like that, people like that Mo City dividing line. Because I was like, dang, you're you're walking distance from my. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, man, what are you talking about, man? You right around the corner from the Jack in the Box. Niggas be capping, bro. Yeah. Niggas be capping. It's like my head. No cap. That's me. Okay. But <laughs> that's my brother with us, Jess Devine, ladies and gentlemen. Jess Devine. Yeah, that's me. Hey. Hey. You can find him as <laughs> Jess Devine on Twitter and Dr. Douglas on Instagram. You can find me at hey, whatever, nigga, you'll find me. It's all good. If you haven't found me yet, you'll watch it. I'll say it sometimes. Who cares? Um, but you could find a, both of us at my humble O because we're in my humble opinion. We're collective. That's when we come together. And you know, coming together is, is, is one of the greatest things. And I got a chance to uh, check out our next guest his website. I always like this nigga. Number one, I, I I pointed out when I first met him, he had a luxurious beard. And I've been trying to get mine like his ever since. I don't know why you won't let me do it like that guy. I want that beard. But anyway, uh, <laughs> he's good people because one, one, you know how it's like them off type of things that um you like really like somebody for? On his website, there was a line, okay, and it said, the gods don't mingle with the mortals. Now I know, okay, you people, you listen to your raps, all right? But some of you are pushing to see fans, and some of you know. And that comes from one of the greatest starts. There's a meaning to the kissing of the ring. The gods don't mingle with the mortals. Peasants ain't sitting with the kings. Goliaths ain't worried about your sling, and Cassus ain't bothered by your swings. He's unbothered. And that's how our next guest is, an unbothered gentleman, powerful, and deceptively fast, hungry and iconic, like a bison, if you will. You see where I'm going here, people? You do, all right? That's exactly the type of energy that Kareem Day brings to the table with his clothing line, A Herd of Bison, with exclusive runs on colorways that will make Tinker Hatfield and Virgil Abla proud. <laughs> he knows his worth. An engineer by day and a clothing mogul not even just by night, by all times. He's showing you literally how to do this, son. A visionary with a penchant for the artistically fly. Kareem Day, owner and operator of a herd of bison, ladies and gentlemen. What's going on, man? What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> hey, that, that was a hell of an introduction, man. God, man. Hey, we, but I, I, I'm, I'm just glad to be here, man. Glad to be back with you all. And been, I've been peeping you all and seeing what you all been doing, man. And it's an honor to be on the same platform with you all and, and uh, you know, just chopping it up. So many thanks. Uh, we, we appreciate you coming out. Uh, Avery, good job Thanks. getting off, almost getting off Virgil. I heard Virgil's name every time I hear it pronounced correctly. I'm like, I'm going to remember that. And then I'm like, no, I'm not. Like, <laughs> I know how to say it right. I just I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't. Like, if you said it to me right now, I promise you tomorrow I'm going to be like, 
Vir- yeah. Man, just call him Virgil. <laughs> like that, 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 that's just it. You know, how's everything <laughs> been going, Kareem? It's been good, man. It's been good, man. You know, staying out the way and trying to stay COVID free. I think I survived that, but um, you know, just staying busy, man, and, and plotting and, and scheming and and uh, just you know keeping everything uh, as smooth as possible and, and trying to trying to break the market a little bit this year with some stuff that we got coming up with with the herd of bison. But you know, I'm here, man, healthy and and happy. You know, that's good to hear because it's like you know we we like to talk with guests, especially dealing with this last year. And you're, I mean, when we're talking about people that are in uh, the entertainment space where they're selling, especially things like food and entertainment and retail and fashion, uh, this year definitely has some hurdles and some obstacles to kind of get over. Uh, I know you guys had uh, that storefront that was over there uh, off of uh, 59 as things going. Like, when things happened in March... What were your first immediate thoughts as to what was going on and how you were going to start adjusting the business? Man, um, it really, it really was just, everything was still going the way that it was. Nothing really stopped for us, really. Um, we, we, the, the, the spot that we had, it was a, a joint venture with uh, one of my other buddies. And it was, it was just, we already knew that it was going to be just for a moment. We kind of, put the uh, speakeasy in there just to kind of um, activate the space a little bit more. And, um, you know, so that actually went away before COVID even happened. So once everything really started shutting down, you know, we, it was just business as usual. Um, I guess, fortunately, we we didn't really miss a beat, you know. Things kind of changed, but, um, you know, I, I wanted to get off a couple – couple more activations and, you know, in-store events uh, with different partners and stuff around the city, but that kind of got put on hold. But um, but it really, you know, you just kind of got to make the adjustments and, and uh, figure, figure it out, you know? Yeah, because I'm about to say, the way that you guys, uh, the way that you release stuff is real quick kind of limited releases, high quality, and it's, once it's gone, it's gone. Yeah. I know once it's gone. I'm gonna tell you right now. Uh, uh, my cousin is always like, "Yo," I, <laughs> he's like, "I be waiting" because he got some stuff. Because he he's like, "Yo," I you know the bigger sizes go so quick. Like he's like, "You gotta." He goes, "You gotta have the money aside and you gotta be ready because it'll be gone." Like you can't be like, "Oh, I'm gonna come back and I'm gonna pick that one up later." He was like, "Nah, it's it's gone." Right. You know what I mean? What? How does it feel to still be able to maintain that level of success and interest just from the general public uh, throughout COVID and then just in general? Yeah, man. I mean, really, um, it just hats off to the supporters, man. I mean, just humbly saying, like, it, it's really the, the the following that we built, you know, is, is really like a, a, a very uh, – it's like a cult-like following. So, you know, they, the people that were supporting before the pandemic supported throughout the pandemic and now. So, um, but I think that just a testimony to just how we kind of carry the brand as far as being like just genuine and true and making sure people, you know, get exactly what they need. If we have any issues, customer services on point, things like that, you know, um, 
So it's a testimony to that, but it's really just, it's really a blessing, man. And I just appreciate everybody's support because, uh, you know, you see these brands that, um, <clears throat> that's here today and gone tomorrow and, and um, you know, for whatever reasons, you know, but uh, I'm just glad that we still here and, uh, and it's still here to motivate some of the upcoming brands too, to kind of give them a, show them the way to go. Not necessarily, not necessarily saying that this way is the right way, but at least you can see the mistakes that we made and you can, you know, you can, I can give you some game and say, Hey, look, don't make, don't do this, do it this way. That's really what it's all about. So we just glad to be here, man. And what's it like? I mean, you've been doing this for a minute and we've talked with other people that have been doing it in this space and have stayed in Houston, uh, whether it's roundhouse clothing and the tipping point mm -hmm. uh, that have been doing it for a while or even I'm not going to call them new, but they do have a new storefront like uh, less than the Dios brand, less than yep. Georgie. Uh, yep. How have you seen the fashion space changing in Houston, uh, especially when we're talking about for I don't want to I don't know what you what you guys would call yourselves. Would you say you're like a boutique brand? Would you say you're I don't know how you would classify it. But in that in that vein, how have you seen it changing here in the city over the last, you know, five to ten years? Man, it's <laughs> it's really beautiful, man, because I remember 10 years ago, it was to be honest with you, like Houston just wasn't even really looked at to even be anything about fashion. Like it, it was not mm -hmm. about that, like at all. Um, so it, it, over the last, I mean, I, I would even say like the last like three years, you've seen like a, a, a birth of like just a boom of different brands and, and different energy. And, 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 and to be real with you, people are starting to look at Houston, like one of those cities, you know what I'm saying? That, that really, you know, got so much of a fashion sense which um you know that's pretty good i i I, lo I love to hear that if i go to different states if i go to different cities you know they talk about houston like that when once upon a time that wasn't even a thing it was it was okay. only screwing syrup and shit like that so you know <laughs> yeah yeah now you can actually people actually come here to you know what i'm saying and and, and get that type of energy too so it's really cool man and just seeing some of the um brands the local brands come up you know, right with me and, you know, we all like kind of in the same pot or, you know, giving people the, um, you know, just a, some good, some good flavor, you know, I, it, it's beautiful, man. It, all my peers are like awesome people. The people that I know are beautiful, man, and, and what they do. And, and I love it, man. Who are some of the brands that you like too, besides Herd of Bison? Well, I don't like Herd of Bison. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, I like I like my boy Les man Georgie over there uh, yeah. uh, Dios um I like uh my guy um my guy Kel from uh Set Sail um man who else my guy Special HCX um I like I like what he's doing um man that's probably, that's right off top that's why that's why I'm carrying I'm carrying them right now man. Now, what do you kind of attribute it? Uh, what do you attribute this change in terms of Houston developing a fashion set? Because I, I'm telling you, I would attribute it to the kids, the younger generation coming up. Yeah. I definitely don't attribute it to my generation. I can't dress like, and we couldn't. It was <laughs> like Jays, jeans, and a jersey. Like that was it. <laughs> so. What what do you attribute to this last? I mean, and we're talking about a change that has happened 
10 years. 10 years to me is just not that long of a time to go from, I'm like you, like, like nobody's looking at Houston for nothing. And now you're seeing like a lot of different brands popping up here. Mm. I think it's just <clears throat> the change in culture, man. Just it's a, it's kind of like a conglomerate of like many different things. I mean, for one, I mean, you, you know, you start to get Houston starting to, as we all know, music influenced fashion and vice versa kind of go hand in hand. So you start seeing artists like the Travis Scott's kind of blow up and, and like really come become bigger in this world. That actually puts an eye um, on the city as well. So people start to kind of look for the city beyond like, okay, okay, we know Travis Scott is from here. Like, what else do they got? You know, then, you know, everything he's coming with. But um, also just people, I just feel like people just started to just have like a sense of like individuality and, and like taking risks. Like, mm. whereas before I felt like the city was just kind of muzzled and didn't want to jump out there. But like now you're starting to see these brands develop and people starting to be um, a lot more courageous about their art, which is, um, which is, you know, that's the first step. You got to be able to, be um willing to put your art out there and, and share it with the world but it's like it's just a boom of that i don't know i don't i feel like it's just a multiple it's it's, it's just multiple things that just happen but for whatever reason uh houston it, it's we got we kind of got the spotlight right now there's a couple of the cities that's running neck and neck with us but i mean once upon a time we wasn't even in the conversation like when it comes to this stuff so you know it's all it's all good and, you know, you were talking about like music. Uh, I was talking to it was uh, Charleston, owner of uh, Exotic Pop, and uh -huh. he was saying one of the biggest things. Like he's like, "Yo, rappers like exclusivity. Like they yeah, love yeah. having the thing that nobody." And I'm seeing a lot more rappers popping up. Like I was like, "Oh, that's a bison jacket. Oh, that's a bison." Uh, the last time we saw you in person, uh, classroom concerts. And yeah. back when people would do stuff outside, <laughs> like, and we gather in groups. After <laughs> concerts, uh, Killer Calione, mm -hmm. uh, one that was just it was fire. Like, talk about how did that come together? Uh, and and yeah, how, how did you guys yeah, develop that? that? Yeah, for sure, man. So, what so what a lot of people don't know is like the way I even started out doing this is I used to, it's like what you said, you know, a lot of rappers want exclusive exclusive pieces and stuff like that. So like the way that it started out is I used to do just those pieces for myself. So people would see them and then it just it just manifested into a business because people would just want to buy it off me right off my back. You know, then I ended up selling them and then turning it into like a business. But rappers, people that was in the entertainment business used to come with me, come to me to do like one of one like varsity jackets. So Killer Calion years ago, he he came to me and was like, man, I need a one-on-one -on -one varsity. And I think I did a hoodie for him too. So that was way back in the day. We still kept in contact, you know, then I heard a bison was birthed and, I, and everything like that. So he was still following. He would buy all the stuff, buy the releases. Then he was just like, man, I just want you to design some merch for me for this album that I got. And I was like, man, that's what's up. I got you. So we just kind of came together. I cooked up something. I, we did the uh, the classic uh, split face, and um, that's how we got. That's how we got on that project, man. It was it was cool. No, it was good. It was good. It was uh, uh him as a goat, like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it was split man. face goat. That was pretty dope, man. So yeah. 
Now, the other thing, too, is and just looking at the uh, website, uh, uh-huh. what I really like is the the Herd of Bison Ivy Leagues, because I love that split jacket, <laughs> yeah. uh, the one that, 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 that zips right down the back. Like, uh, is this just a separate thing from a Herd of Bison? Is this just a whole nother line? Uh, how'd you come up with this? And, and what are we going to see coming out in the future? Yeah, so so the um the, the Ivy League is a uh, Ivy League line is kind of like more of a it's a kind of like a upscale type I guess entity of the brand. Um we got the we got the the other stuff that we have that's more, you know, kind of like just the everyday wear stuff like that, hoodies, um windbreakers and stuff like that, but with the Ivy League it's more of like a kind of like a, a upscale type um entity of the brand so with those pieces you know it's a lot of technical technical things that go on you know with the like you see you see the split split apart varsity jackets it's a lot of details in there man and the craftsmanship that's coming behind that and that's embedded in those pieces you're kind of getting like just top 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 notch quality on those pieces but that split varsity jacket that was something that we kind of we started and um it's a lot more of that coming for the fall winter and I think we even got one more piece um, for the. Uh, we even got one more piece for the um, for the uh, in the summer coming too. Oh, okay, okay. Can you tell us about it, or is it just gonna be? Well, I know your stuff is always a surprise. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it, yeah, just stay tuned. I mean, you know, it's we always trying to get something, man. You know, the, the I guess the name of the game, man, is not being redundant and giving something to fill a void, you know, that, that I feel like a void, that's a void. And um, that's been the aim. So it's something that I've been working on since last year that uh, I'm going to release at the end of the summer that I feel like uh, just the world should have. And and uh, hopefully it's embraced and um, we set the tone like that. And it's, uh, you know, you still are doing the, uh, I mean, we've seen the, the, the Mike Tyson shirt. When you're talking about the that classic split face that you do, although the Tyson shirt was just the entire face. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah. and that sold that sold out so quick. Really? <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely. That 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 tight man. I feel I almost be feeling bad because I probably like at least three times a week, maybe two or three times a week, someone asks me about restocking that the hoodie. Even a hoodie or the tee, like just can you restock it? I'm like, man, you know, once it's gone, we rarely do a restock. Yeah. But I feel like I'm gonna have to bring it back because, I mean, Mike Tyson just so iconic and, and just just the design was just so crazy. Like it, people just really just loved it, you know. All I, all I'm saying is, if you do do that, just just shoot a brother a text. Let let let, let a nigga know. You know what I'm saying? Hey, you know what? Let me tell y'all something, man. Like. A lot of people don't know this, but like you were saying, your boy, like you got to be quick if you're a bigger. Because look, the the mediums and larges, like they don't go as fast as like the bigger sizes. And a lot yeah, of that's out. one thing. Like that's one thing I will say. You know, we get a lot of love just from you know, just it's not the it's not the models you know that's that's jumping in, you know that's 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 ten, that's that's selling out the stuff. It, it's you know it's the bigger people, man. Like and, and oh. I love it. <laughs> the bigger sizes go quick. Trust yeah. me. Like, uh, if you if you three X, they go. And and I'm not gonna lie. There's the only yeah, thing geez, I hate man. is seeing it. 
Like mm-hmm. I said, like if I miss it and then I go, I'm out and I see somebody, I was like, ah, oh, you know, you he, don't see anything. He, he got, he got the three X. I see what boy, boy Drew uh, stays <laughs> with some bison where I'll be like, gee, like, yeah. what? Yeah, I want that. <laughs> Yeah, like come up off that. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not serious, Drew. Please don't beat me up. <laughs> <laughs> now the no, other thing, the other thing too is, and I know uh, the uh, one of the first people to tell us about you was Jack Freeman. Yes, and he was talking about he. He was actually we were interviewing him, and yeah, we were like, God, we like your shoes, and he goes, No, my boy made these, and he told us about all your stuff. And uh, I know that shoes were a big part of your start when you're getting things up, but I know you're also real exact about how you want things released and you want a quality product. So uh, talk about the response to the trainer that you released. Cause you really, you released that, that green kind of shamrock with the bison trainer uh, since our last interview. Uh, and I, I saw the response online. Like, what? How did you feel at, at uh, the? How did you feel the public responded to that? <laughs> uh, are you talking about the the Jordan One silhouette? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, man. So, I was like one of the first people to kind of like. Not I, I wasn't the first, but one of the earlier people. I'm gonna say first, but one of the earlier people that um that that took that silhouette and kind of freaked it out. Yeah. And then it kind of caught on, but um, the response was was really overwhelming. Really, that was like a play that that um that I did. See the see the thing about footwear, man, and, and this to the listeners. I mean, if you're interested in it, it's it's very hard to to take up real estate on someone's feet. It's easier to like take up real estate on like their body. So like that, what I mean about that is they'll buy a hoodie first before they buy like their shoes if you're not because people like like their shoes they're like you know i like jordans that's like what i'm gonna get i like air force ones that's what i'm you know they kind of stick to what it is so being like a new uh um, upcoming footwear brand or or, uh, introducing a a, a different type of um of some footwear to the to the industry to the market you got to be very particular so what i did was my idea with that was okay i'm gonna give people a couple familiar silhouettes so that they can trust me and say, okay, you know, hey, I'm familiar with this brand. I like that. And then, which what we're doing now is introducing uh, the new silhouettes just that I designed that, that is just completely a herd of bison. And, and I feel like we got enough trust. We got a lot of trust from the, from the supporters, but that, that was crazy, man. I think we restocked like three times on it. Mm-hmm. Um, people were just, you know, just, Man, and people still ask me for it. I don't promote it, and it's a reason why I don't promote it. Um, because uh, it's some stuff that's being worked on behind the scenes that, um, you know, some some good some good things happening. But um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So so and um, so you know, I, I it's still available. It's kind of like a if you know you know type situation. You'll never you won't see me post about it. Um, but. You know, I still give it to my customers, and you know, if 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 if, uh, if they come across it, like you know, we still got a couple pair left. But yeah, we restocked like three times on those, so it was it was overwhelming. And you've got a couple of more uh, uh, shoes that are. Are you starting to move now back towards Purdue? I mean, I imagine just creating a shoe 
the variables on that are a lot more than just like, okay, I got four sizes of t-shirts or four sizes of a jacket. With a shoe, it's literally like, when I tried to get them trainers, 13 went immediately. And I wear a size 14. So I was like, die. I wear a size 14, but I can squeeze into a 13. We'll make it work. Die. I mean, literally, like I hit refresh, done. <laughs> so, yeah. I, yeah, I mean, talk about the the intricacies and, and how much more exact it has to be when you're developing a shoe as opposed to clothing. Yeah, I mean, um, so, I mean, as many people already know, I'm, like, really into shoes. So one of the big things that I have is, is uh, comfortability. I mean, I feel like if you're putting something on your feet, I mean, that's, like, really – that's just really important for you to be comfortable. So, so the comfort, the comfortability factor of a shoe needs to be priority. So for me, it's number one. So my insoles, everything from the insoles to the inside lining, it just has to feel like, like it just has to feel good. So if it doesn't, um, then that's where we have an issue. And there's a lot of things I've been, I've scratched. I mean, I got stuff around here that, um, you know, I get samples in and I'm like, that's not it because it don't feel good, you know? So that that's like one of the main things, making sure that, you know, that it, that it feels right. Then you got the soul. The soul is a big deal. That's like the most important part because, you know, you got to get certain, you got to get certain patents. You got to get certain things that just certain business behind the scenes things that to get a, a soul approved and for you to have ownership in it and stuff like that. You can't just, you know, take a soul from somebody else because, like, you could get sued like that um, depending on what it is. But it's a lot of detail. Then the upper, which is the upper part of the shoe, is, is uh, that's really, like, your design factor and kind of, like, how you do it. But um, it's very intricate, man. It's not really it's, – it's, a, it's, a, it's one of the, I would say, more tedious things that I've come across with the herd of bison, and that's why you don't see me release shoes like that. And like, we did the soft release for the um, – for the moccasin trainer at first, which wasn't really a release. And then we did the two Jordan silhouettes. Um, and then we did like a Reebok, uh, like flip too. But it's just a lot of work, man. It's, it's not, it's, but it's a lot of work, but I love to do it. Like really, that's really what the aim was from the beginning was I've always been into shoes. I always wanted to design shoes as a little kid. So I felt like, okay, this having a, the apparel part of it, uh, with the with the um, hoodies and shirts and, and hats and stuff like that will get me into the market and get people familiar. That way, once I start releasing the shoes, people can also you know have have faith in me and trust me to give them some good some good shoes too. So it's all it's all like it's you got to be very strategic, man, because people ain't putting on anything on their feet. You know what I'm saying? They just not doing that. Like yeah. you really got to be. People are really particular about that. So it's a challenge, but you know. Just gotta be true to what you do. That's how I look at it. I mean, there's that, but there's also the fact that uh, it's almost like we were just talking about with these uh, fashion brands. I'm seeing a lot of young, black, smaller, just homegrown shoe companies that are popping up that are making some high quality shoes that are selling them at a price point. I guess, I guess that's the other thing. You provide a high quality product that sells at a price point that is high fashion like there's no getting away there's no getting around it and this is just you like you create this stuff you ship it out and all this all, all this other kind of stuff just using the internet alone 
And that's something I don't know we would have seen like 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. That's something I don't know we would have seen 10 years ago. Uh, <laughs> really, really, yeah. when it comes down to it, uh, what's it like now being in this changing space where you can kind of command, like you can say, like, man, you can go, you could go buy some Gucci stuff, but I, it's something like, not only can I get a high quality piece of fashion, but like I know the person that did it. Like that's kind of dope. So, or I can it's see art. other people doing it. It, it. it does make it like wearable art. Yeah, that's what Todd. Who, who said that's that? That's what Todd said. I said wearable. Shout out art. to Todd. Wearable art. So yeah. what, what? What's it like seeing the public's taste change more towards? Uh, do you one? Do you feel the public's taste is changing more towards supporting like uh, people that they know and they can see and these uh, other brands? And what's it like being a part of that? Man, I, I I think I think that's just a beautiful thing, man. I was I was talking about that shit probably like a couple months ago with someone, and it's like, you know, I guess you can kind of look at it like the smaller brands are like the underdogs. You know, you got your Gucci's, you got your Louis, you got your Saint Laurent, you got all those different different types of brands. But but for the most part, man, they come and they look at what the what the what the brands what the smaller brands are doing, and they just kind of take it to a higher level. You know what I'm saying? That's just kind of like what it is. If you notice now, street streetwear is like high fashion now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That once upon a time, that wasn't even a thing. Like that was like a no no. But um, but but they they they're coming down and you know they they're looking they're looking and seeing what 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 these homegrown brands are doing, man. Because here's the thing: we're connected to the community, like really though. And you know, and, and you know, it's it's that's something that they would like, and, and they admire that. I, I think about the the smaller brands. And that's what, and that's what they that's what they mimic. Now they also got, you know, they're high end, you know, so they, they you know, they they're still doing other things, but they still want a piece of that market. But to see people embrace, you know, the smaller brands like they're doing and and, and supporting, it is is awesome, man. And, and it's it's really overwhelming because the support that we have from the city and and beyond the city now is like, man, I can't even. It's it's just crazy when I see I'm shipping the. Australia, shipping to Japan, shipping to LA, shipping all, I'm shipping everywhere. So it's just beautiful. It just lets you know, like, man, you know, people really couldn't for the smaller brands, you know, people don't, you know, it ain't all about the Gucci. So I'm not saying Gucci is bad or anything like that or, or these higher, higher end, higher end brands. But, you know, when you, when you're dealing with these, these smaller brands, you actually going to get a taste of the community. You know what I'm saying? And you're going to really get a feel for like what it's really about. Like you're going to see the grit. If you go on my Instagram, you gonna see. I'm, I'm showing you things that that people don't even show you. Like I'm showing you the behind the scenes, so you can actually get the first. You can get the front row seat to like how it's being produced or what how it's being made. You know, and I think people like that connection. Absolutely, I, I, absolutely, yeah. That 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 that's exactly how I thought it would be because it, it's it's good seeing. I mean, I feel like even because of the pandemic, uh, when we were talking to uh, like whether it's local restaurants, uh, local businesses and things like that. Like, you know, you can go get your coffee from Starbucks or you can go to like six day coffee and you, you can talk to them. You can see them. You know what I'm saying? You can go. And I said, there's nothing against Starbucks. Like sometimes Starbucks is cool, but it's also cool to see a brand that you just know. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, I know this person. I feel like I'm supporting something. You know what I mean? As opposed to, I'm supporting shareholders. 
<laughs> Do you ever, uh, I know you had, uh, and you said that was just for a moment in time, that uh, collaboration in terms of the store that y'all were doing. Do you ever have plans on moving into a storefront or anything like that? Or do you like just kind of being able to just sell online and be on the move? Um, That's that's something that we're talking about now. I mean, to have a brick and mortar, um, it's, 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 it's good and it's bad to that. You know what I'm saying? You, number one, you know, you're looking at overhead, which like at this point in time, we don't have overhead. It's like it's direct to consumer, yeah. which is which is a lot more to me is a lot. I like to, you know, I like to be I like the direct to consumer because, you know, it's, it's, it's nothing in between. It's, it's just like, yo, you're talking to me, you're getting it from me, it's shipping out. Um, When you have a brick and mortar, it's cool because people can go to a direct place and, and actually be able to get your merch. But. I just believe when it's like that, um, the exclusivity and the, and the, myst the mystique behind it kind of goes away. And uh, what a lot of people say about a herd of bison, they appreciate the mystique. Like it may be a piece that might release, release, but man, if you don't get on there, like it's gone and you won't see it again. Like type type. But if with the brick and mortar, like if you have a place there, like it's it's the mystique factor kind of like lessens. I'm not gonna say it goes away completely, but it's like okay. We know we can go right here to get a, to get something from a herd of bison, but now I think it's a little bit attractive to have that mystique factor that we have with the brand. So, you know, you kind of got to go online or, or you got to get in there and get online with something released and get it because it might sell out, you know. So I don't know. I mean, part of me, do I'm thinking about having a brick and mortar, but I'm more leaning towards like just keeping it the way that we're going and, and uh, just expanding this way and, and just actually having stores just carry the brand, which we got some stuff coming up in uh, this year. There's going to be uh, a few stores that be carrying the herd of bison. Oh, okay. Okay. Are they going to be carrying it for a, a, a limited time or a long run? Man, for a long run, man. We here for the long run. Not a little... <laughs> I don't know with you. You might be like, I don't want to see no herd of bison for like a while just to, to build up the exclusivity. You know, how to market, you know? When yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, it, yeah, we it's a few things that um, that, yeah, man, that we just excited about, like really, and, and um, but it's all it's all it's all part of you know giving people keeping the quality, keeping good quality, still being tangible with the community, and uh, giving back, and all that mixed in one with good fashion, man. That's really what I heard of Bison is about. Speaking of, of good fashion, how Gucci has its print and how, you know, people know, uh, what is that, Tiffany Blue. One thing that you have that is a constant variable, like your hat there, the map. Oh, that yeah, is yeah. clever. Yeah. Where sure, did you man. come up with that type of thought process to have the map, though? Man, uh, you know, <laughs> it's, I want it. When the, when the first time I did a map, it was on a windbreaker, and, and what I wanted to do is I wanted to, I wanted to to tap into the community and into the city, really, really, and give the city something like that they can identify with. And of course, we're low, we're based out of Houston, so it was only right to do a Houston map. Um, but people connect to that. It's something about that. I mean, you look at maps every day when you're putting some in Google Google Maps or whatever. You know, you driving somewhere, you you you're looking at the map. So like. It, it, it connects to 
to an individual a lot more intimate, you know, than just having bison on something. If you see a map, like, man, I used to live right here or, or shit, I live in this area right there. You know, it's like a connection. So that's something that I, I did in the beginning and we just kept it going and demand for it. And people always saying like, man, when you going to do another uh, map release or something like that? So we got a couple more pieces on the way. And I mean, even with that map, I mean, uh, going back, because we were going to talk about uh, your travels uh, over these last, over this last year, like uh, that collaboration you put together, was it a lookbook or was it a release for Philadelphia? Because uh, I, I think that was the Philadelphia map that was, uh, that was a part of that. How did that come about? Yeah, 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 man. So um, we connected with the, with the, with the store out there. Um, in Philly, and they started carrying some of a herd of bison. But um, I have people out there. I, I mean, as you, are, I'm originally from Philadelphia. Of, of course, you can look at you and tell. So. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but look, man. Hey, look, man. I, I'm look, man. I've been in Houston so long. I'm a Houstonian. You know what I'm saying? But, <laughs> you know, my I can't. If I can't, if I get on, if I get on tape saying that I'm, I'm not from Philly, man. My my family gonna disown me. <laughs> but wait, 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 wait. Before you get to the next point, are you an Eagles fan? Nah, I, man, you know what, man? Y'all gonna y'all gonna kill me. I don't even listen, man. I don't I don't watch only sports I watch is boxing and MMA. Okay. That's it. All right. So I, so I don't have a team. I don't have I, I like to play it, but I don't have a team. I don't, you know, I just watch boxing all day, every like hey, I feel that. <laughs> how how you feel about uh what is it, Floyd Mayweather and an old boy and, and, and their Logan fight? Paul. I mean, hey, look, man. <laughs> Look, if you're going to get 100 mil, get it, man. You know what I'm saying? Now you're talking about making sure your grandkids, grandkids are good. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I dig it. Get the bag. You know what I'm saying? I don't think it's anything. I mean, is it good for the sport? Nah. Is it entertaining? It's going to bring <laughs> eyes to the sport. But those new eyes that come to the sport, they're not going to hang around too long. I mean, they just going to be there for that moment, you know, the Jake Paul fans. But they're not going to stick. They're not going to just be watching boxing after that. Yeah. They don't go back to whatever he's doing. So, uh, you know, I, I don't think it really does anything for the sport. But at the same time, um, you know, it's entertainment, man. And we've been locked up for I don't know how long. And, and, you know, the last the last year with COVID and shit like that. So, hey, man, people want just want to see some. They want to just be excited. And, and if that's what that's what it's going to do, and you can make a hundred mil out of it, salute you, man. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, so the, we, we talked about that Philly connection, uh, but I also am a big fan. I was honestly surprised. I mean, he's bigger than us and taller than us, but that my little cousin got into uh, the fashion because he bought the 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 hoodie with the railroad tracks. Like, that was uh, yeah. the first ones he bought because it's like all this stuff is incorporated into it, and there's always uh, some kind of historical element to each piece. Uh, talk about because uh, I saw you out in Oklahoma uh, for a while, and you did some pieces that were based on uh, Oklahoma. Uh, we were able to talk about Black Wall Street, all that stuff. How did that come about, man? So, so a lot of people maybe know. I don't know, but uh, my wife is from Tulsa, so I've been going to Tulsa shit since we got together. Like shit, I don't know. 15 years ago or something like that. So I've always been intrigued with just the city and the history behind it. And of course, you know, Black Wall Street was in Tulsa. Um, but the people there, 
just everything that the city kind of brings, you know, I've always been like infatuated with it. So I've been planning to do something um, involving the city and around Black Wall Street for years. And um, we put out the satin jacket, which was, um, it was a, 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 um, it's paying homage to, to Black Wall Street and giving people a history lesson about that. Cause a lot of people don't know about that. But um, that was really a moment, a really a, a moment in time for black people and, and where we all was like really together, you know what I'm saying? And, and they built a lot, a lot. It was just a striving community and, and doing everything that it needed and being everything it needed to be for black people. And of course the demise of it was was uh, was horrific, but uh, it was still a moment where we all came together. So I wanted to remind people of that. So we did the uh, satin jacket and we collabed with the store out there uh, called Silhouette to do the um, exclusive release for them. And um, so you can only in Tulsa, you you had to go to Silhouette to get the jacket. And oh, she wow. and the day the day of the release of that jacket, she said the owner. She said I never had a line at my store, but I had people when I pulled up to go into my store to open it. It was people lined up in front of my store to get this jacket, and I was like. Hey man, you know I'm I'm just glad that we all you know we collabed on it and he was able to um, he wanted to carry it so that was really a, a moment that I was really proud of right there to release that um that Black Wall Street jacket and I think and like I said we we talked about this the last time one of the things I always like about your pieces is all this attention to detail and mm -hmm. how much you'll do on parts that people don't necessarily would even think about like. A, a lot of the intricacies and in artwork is on the inside of the jacket. Yeah, like, and, I, and, and I'm a big fan of it. The Black Wall Street, Archer and Greenwood, that whole picture is printed out on the inside of the jacket. And uh, I don't know, it just, it just kind of takes it to another level. I like it. Definitely, man. It's, it's a lot of the pieces that, that I do, man, it's, you know, really when you get a jacket or you get a piece from a herd of bison like look at it in its entirety because it's a lot of hidden things that i don't even i don't even promote or you know you got it once you get the piece then you see it oh shit i didn't even know this was there like because i wanted I, I like that that surprise that 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 wild fact that you know once you get it it's something that you kind of discover and like oh man i didn't even know this was here like oh okay i like i like doing stuff like that so i think that's one of the things that people um associate with the brand is those different little intricate little you know, highlights of, of a garment that we released. And now we're, we're going to bring it back to Houston. I'm going to ask you a couple of questions on uh, some Houston collabs, some that have already happened, and maybe you'll tell us about some that are happening. Maybe. <laughs> we're going we to find out. But uh, The Breakfast Club. I woke up one morning, I popped up my phone, and I'm like, you were doing some stuff with The Breakfast Club. How did that come about, uh, like, the, the, the two of you getting together and, and and putting your two brands together, man. Um, so I've been seeing uh, Marcus, the owner of uh, the Breakfast Club, around for a minute, and um, you know, I saw him at a, at, a, at a, an exclusive event that that we both were um, invited to, and I had a small conversation with him. I just, you know, basically, just really just praised him and told him, you know, which I know he probably heard it a million times, but just what what the Breakfast Club mean to the city, and just really just show him. You know, just tell them that we, you know, just really appreciate it. You know, it's it's one of the first places I went to, um, you know, coming here, and uh, you know, it's really just a staple in the city. So, you know, 
I just proposed that, you know, man, I, I would love to design some merch for you for the Breakfast Club. And he was he was just okay with it. Like he was because he had already been seeing the herd of bison around and I think he even purchased some stuff from from me. Um and, and he was just like, man, that's that's automatic. Like, let's go. So he he it was so smooth, man. He was just like, let me know what you want to do. I mean, you know, I, I I cooked up the design. I still kept the aesthetic with the brand. We mimicked both of the um the hoodies based off the uh, ambiance of the of the Breakfast Club. Like inside, you, you got the maroon, the brick, and all that. So we did that Breakfast Club uh, Bordeaux colorway. We did the yellow. Like we just kind of incorporated everything that I heard, I mean, that the Breakfast Club means to the city and then gave it a herd of bison twist. And that release was, it was successful, man. You, it was really, I was really, I was really um, happy and humbled to, to work with the, the Breakfast Club on that project. No, it's big. That's big. Uh, and, and the project looked great. Uh, can you tell us about any upcoming projects? <laughs> Dang, <laughs> um... Can you even yeah. allude to anything? There's something man, big coming. Right, look, man, look, I tell you what, man, I'm going to tell you this. I'll give you a couple things. Um, We were talking off air about the collaboration we got with uh things with Todd. Mm-hmm. Uh, so for starters, I'll, I'll start with that. That's coming up. We've been working on something for like for a minute now, and, and um, wait, who? I think we're gonna say it again. Who you working with? Things with Todd. I've never heard of that nigga, but you know, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> hey, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, so I think we're gonna get that rolling like uh this summer. Um, but it's always working, you know, anything that that tied, man, anything they really it, it's always fun, man. I like going to these events. So we've been cooking up something for a minute, and I think that's gonna release probably this summer. Um, but um outside of that, man, you know, the aim is to kind of is to is well, one of the aims is to actually be able to merge with bigger entities to kind of get um get connected and, and, and extend our reach as far as um, an audience. So I can say this, man, we got some stuff coming up. Um, man, I- Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Yo. I, I'll uh, put one of them out there. I'll put one of them out there, man. We, we got some stuff coming up with uh, Reebok. So um, just be oh, on the lookout for that. I so, and, 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 and I'm gonna just say this also, just make sure once we start putting it out there, y'all got to pull up because it's going to be an in-store event. So pull up, man, and, you know. I'll have my money, and I will be ready for that. But one, one thing, with your paying attention to detail and you, you know, making, a, in the words of Todd, wearable art, certain things that you do, like people will, you know, aesthetically pleasing, put something in the middle of shirt. You'll, you'll do things like, all right, specifically the Ivy League camo parka a sleeve that's basically the hand stitch. It's a hand stitch floral print, but uh, it's like that couch that we've all seen. Are you worried about anybody stealing your ideas though? Man, you, you know what? <laughs> I tell you what, man. Um, I, I used to, once upon a time, man, I used to, um, I used to really get hung up with that, man. You know, just people, or, or bigger or bigger entities kind of coming down and, and looking at what we're doing and then taking it. And the reason 
and, and they're running with it because you know they have the resources to get it out to the people faster and, and, and produce a lot more faster, you know. Um, and I used to be hung up off of that, but I had conversations with people that I love, man, and they kind of got me, they kind of set me straight years ago about that because I'm gonna tell you like this. I don't even know if I told y'all this story, but but H and M had a uh, a Versace and H and M collab, and Kanye West was performing with Jay Z um, at the um, Victoria's Secret um, show, and you know they had the performances and stuff like that, and he came out. And I, I watch that every year, like when they have it on TV. Like that's something I watch with my wife and my kid and my kids. I got two daughters, so they into fashion. So I, I you know, that's what we're doing. And plus, I just like it because you get to see just beautiful people, man. But um, I remember watching that, and they came out with um, Kanye had the H and M and Versace collab, and it was the the jacket was a jacket that basically I've been doing for people around the city. This is when I used to do the one-on-ones, but it was similar to it. And, and one of the jackets looked like very close to it. Yeah. And um, so I'm sitting there watching it and I'm, I ain't gonna lie to you. I just started like, I ain't gonna, I, I started shedding tears. Cause I'm like, damn, like, and I called my brother. I'm like, yo, turn it on the channel. And he turned it on. He like, ah, oh, fuck. And it's like, you know, at that point I felt like, damn, man, like, this is something that we had that we was really running with, like, really, like, the first of its kind. And, it, you know, it could be a coincidence that, for sure, like, you know, people come up with the same ideas, but to see uh, a bigger entity get it out to the world first, I was kind of fucked up behind that. But the people that I love that's around me helped me with that because, you know, basically it was just a moment for me to reflect and say, look, man, at least you on the right path that lets you know that you're on the right path. So since then it's been other things that's been happening, but these days I just take it and I say, hey, look, it's all right. We're going to get our time. And, uh, and, and, and soon, and soon, you know, we'll be in that position to where we on a big stage and people get to see all the things that we innovate. So when I do things like um, the Parker, you know, with the one sleeve and all that, um, I'm pretty sure somebody will pick it up Um I'd rather not know you, you know what I'm saying? But nobody, <laughs> Otherwise, that feeling come out. <laughs> yeah, I'm, well, I mean, you know, it, it's, 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 I know it's part of the game, but at the same time, um, you know, is I, I don't know, man. I can't, I can't get caught up on that. I, I just know that I have so many ideas that sometimes I get frustrated that I can't get them out. So even uh -huh. if that one gets somebody to take that one, it's so much up here that, that like, I get frustrated. My wife had to tell me, like, just relax because you're going to get your time to put it out. But I'll be feeling like it ain't enough hours in a day, like, for me to really get stuff. So people always say, man, you release stuff very frequently. It's because I got so much shit that I just need to get out. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, you know, somebody may take it, man. But at the end of the day, man, as long as you know where it came from first, that's all we respect. So hey, that's good. Respect. I, 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 before we even get out of here, I just wanted to know because I couldn't get a chance to ask you when it happened. <laughs> I, I heard of bison toilet paper, man. This was, this was, I was like, you know, we was trapped in the house around this time. So <laughs> the herd of bison toilet paper, where does this idea come from? Hey, man, it's, you know, that, the quote on it say, I wiped away the, 
wiped away the bullshit to see the vision more clear. That's really what it's all about, man. Something yeah. that we wanted to, we just wanted people, we just wanted to, you know, remind people like, yo, don't worry about any of the bad shit that happened to you. Just keep it moving and you're going to be all right. You know, that was what that was. But uh, if you ain't getting none of that, let me know, man. We got a lot of that. So I, I, can, send you, I can send you 12 rows, man, if you want. You can go in and flood your house up with some with some uh some bison toilet paper. Yeah, and I, it's soft too. It's I, soft. I, I, too. Designer toilet paper. I'm gonna use it when girls come through. I'll be like, oh, you don't know? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thanks. <laughs> now, before we get out of here, uh, where can people find you and and everything that Herd of Bison is doing? Hey man, um, you can find a Herd of Bison on Instagram. A Heard of Bison, just like how it sounds. Uh, or the website, www.aheardofbison. Don't have a Twitter. Um, um, and you can find my personal IG, which is Kareem Day. Kareem Day, D-A-A-Y, on IG. Um, and, yeah, man, watch out for the scammers, too, man. That's I do want to say that to the listeners. Watch out for the scammers, because it's been we've been kind of dealing with that lately. People... Uh, acting like uh, myself and messaging you from weird numbers, and mm. we got a lot of we got some scamming happening. And uh, just know that one thing to note is that I'm never gonna reach out to you to solicit you, like text <laughs> you, or nothing like that. Like that's not gonna happen. And I have an eight three two number, five two four. So if you see a number coming from, we had numbers coming from DC, coming from New York, coming from LA, oh. coming from uh, Florida. These people, you know, they message me and, you know, like, man, is this you? I'm like, no. And then the ones that know me, they catch it and, you know, they 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 run the people off. But, yeah, you know, we appreciate the support and love, man. Yeah, man, the scammers, the scammers are out there, you know? Oh, yeah, man. It, it, it means you're on the right path because they, <laughs> they only go on to scam people they think they can get stuff while they're like, oh, this guy gets attention. Let's see what we can get. Yeah. yeah it's unfortunate, man, but, you know. That's just that's just part of the that's part of the game, man. You know, it's it's, it's sad, but you know, just no, take those notes that I just said. I, <laughs> if, it, if it ain't coming directly from me, and you call call the person and see, yeah. they probably ain't gonna pick up. You know, exactly. <laughs> makes sense. Makes sense. That makes perfect sense, man. We really want to thank you for for coming out and uh, really, like I say, staying in and picking up your phone or being on the computer and get with us, Kareem, and it's all. Always a pleasure to, to, to pick your brain and see exactly what you're thinking because your clothing is really amazing. We see a lot of clothing lines. I know I can speak from me and my brother and say, this one's our favorite. Uh, I mean, to, to that, the, 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 Jordan, uh, the Jordan 1 silhouette, I mean, the math behind it of knowing like, come on, you've had to know the math of being the number one, Houston's the number one, uh, purchaser of Jordans and like it makes sense it's it, you're 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 a genius and and you know we like people like that who are geniuses on on in my humble opinion and we want to thank people like that because my name's Avery like a very nice guy and I'm a nice guy my brother just Devon he's a nice guy we like interviewing people like you so if you know that you want to be interviewed by us just come and get in my humble o's DMs. That's in my humble opinion podcast. I want to thank everyone. Humbly yours. H Towns, too sweet. H Towns, too sweet.